Я думаю, что каждый тоже изменился. Вы можете измениться. You're listening to WowFireRadio.com presents the Jerry Torres program. No bad news, no sad news, no politics, no religion, just happy fun stuff. And now, here's your host, Jerry Torres. Five-time Emmy Award-winning anchor Ron Burgundy and Tits McGee. Now go do that voodoo that you do. play that you know not too high not too low just just right yeah. and uh i apologize for everything just that uh, i have a guest here as always he's always a welcome guest in uh, my show ladies and gentlemen please welcome not only my very good friend my boy a funny ass musician and comic tim Guess where? <laughs> you with that low guy? Little light, little light chance there. Hey everybody. Man, he'll be, my man Tim is a musician himself. Is that too high? Too low? Just right? It's a little high. A little high. Yeah. How's that? A little, low. a little lower, a little, a little bit softer now. <laughs> I feel like we're missing cognac and cigars. It's the Jerry's Riz program live here at WaffleRadio.com. That's this is really good. You just touched it. Wow. <laughs> I just I typed in light jazz and this came up. So. <laughs> That's good, man. <laughs> Yeah, so again, we're back on the air live, ladies and gentlemen. But before anything, uh, before we talk to my boy Tim and uh, the regular stuff that I talk about, um, if you want an outdoor person, you love paintballing, you love hiking, you love doing anything that's outdoor, if you're Army Navy guy, Go to Hector Outdoor Haven. They're located in Columbus Market in Columbus, New Jersey, and they have great stuff there that, uh, anything that you need, they're the best of the business. Hector there is awesome, and his crew that works in there, they will help you out in anything that you need of your outdoor facilities. Can you put that thing a little low? I don't know if it's yeah. put myself asleep. <laughs> Like, ladies and gentlemen, coming up next, Sammy Davis Jr. <laughs> Jerry. Jerry. Yeah, what happened? Yeah. What, oh, where, what, what happened? Hello, Bacon. What happened? What happened? <laughs> <laughs> 
So if you are interested, go out to the HectorOutdoorHaven.com and type in the Columbus Market. They're open Wednesday through Sunday, so check them out. Also, I'm an animal lover and I love smoking cigars. Good quality high brand cigars. If you are a cigar smoker, go to SmokingDog.com. They have the great quality cigars. One located in Mount Halloween, Kings Road, and another one located in Marlton, New Jersey. Also, if you buy a cigar box for $2, that $2 will go to a dog kennel, which will keep their kennels clean, keep them well trimmed, fed. Also, uh, they get ready to put them up for adoption. So check them out, go to smokingdog.com. Wow, is there any way to really put that low? Is that the lowest you can go? Let me see here, hang on, let me let me play with it. As is that still too high? Perfect, right there. So uh, Tim, you look lovely tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, more cognac over here and lighter my cigar. Anyway, so I'm back after two weeks off, man. I had to because uh, one, it was family. I had to get the stuff ready for Thanksgiving. How was your Thanksgiving, Tim? It was great. It was great. Spent uh, time with the family. And, you know, it was awesome. Yeah, right, that's it. <laughs> was like, it was my boy's first Thanksgiving. And he, uh, yes, and uh, again, I want to congratulate you, man, for being a dad. Did thank you, you. Did you see his picture of his beautiful baby? No, I didn't. Yeah, I think. Congratulations. Thank you. Yeah, man. I mean, uh, what's the baby's oh, name? First Wyatt. Wyatt? Yeah. Really? Uh, that's a cool name. Yeah, I like that. Wyatt Graham? Wait, Wyatt Joseph Grill. Oh. His name. Nice. Joseph was after your dad, right? Yeah. Yeah. See? I say, all right, I know the guy. <laughs> his dad, he has post pictures of his dad, right? And it's beautiful, man. It's like, oh, man. I know you, yeah, was it 20 years now since he's been gone? 30. He died when was 21. So, like, 28. 28. Oh, my God, that's young. What did he die of? Uh, brain tumor. Oh, mm. yeah, that's right. That's yeah. right, man. He, got, he was diagnosed at 40 and died when he was 50. Oh, my God. He was told he only had six months to live. Twice. But he really? Lived, he lived 10 years, yeah. God bless him, man. Yeah, he put up a good fight, man. Yeah, yeah he did. Um... Yeah, man. It's, I mean, my dad is like 88. Oh, wow. You know. Okay. Yeah, you know. And you siblings? I have two brothers. Uh, my older brother passed away of, of uh, hepatitis C uh, symptoms. Um, and I have a younger brother who's getting too big, like muscle big. You know what I mean? <laughs> Um, but yeah, I thought I had a half sister somewhere, but you know, my dad and my old boy played a trick on me. <laughs> really? <laughs> like you bastards. <laughs> but, uh, no, no, I don't have just uh, two brothers. You know. Two brothers. Okay. Yeah, I mean, you have a brother too, right? I have a brother and two sisters. Yeah, I'm the youngest. Yeah. Get yeah. The, what? Yeah. Please don't tell me they look like you. <laughs> no, no, please, please don't tell them. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I mean, uh, I yeah. some angry phone calls tonight, boy. Like, <laughs> nothing like you. Mom, the grill on the line. <laughs> so, all in all, man, so did you guys go into anybody's house or anything like that? Went to my brother's house. He's a, my brother's a pilot. He's an international pilot. Like, Are we the uh, first? Sure, it's an international pilot. Yeah. You know, he's a drug international man. man of mystery. And, um, but he's got this real nice house up by, uh, like, New Hope and stuff. And, uh, like, it looks like a mountain. Oh, something. that's beautiful. Yeah. Oh, so my God. He had everybody up. He had, uh, you know, he had, uh, my family's consists of three families. My mom had two, or has two sisters. So there was 11 grandchildren in the family. Yeah. We all grew up in the same street. Beautiful. So three families, 11 grandchildren, myself and youngest, all on the same street. So my cousins are like my brothers and sisters. Yeah. We just knew them. So we had everybody up. Almost everybody up. Not everybody made it. But. Wow. I mean, I have a lot of cousins. I have like uh, three nieces, uh, four nieces actually. 
Um, I have a nephew. Um, his name is Aaron. I don't know where the fuck he is. You know what I mean? <laughs> but uh, you know, that's that's it. They expect me to have kids. I'm like, I can find a sane woman. You know what I mean? Yeah. But uh, no, I enjoy my single life. You know what I mean? Because I now I can do. I'm like we were talking earlier. I'm making plans to go to Vegas. Yeah. Because every time I go to Vegas. It's like with a group of people, and the last girl I took, because I've been to Vegas like, God, like 20 times, but I never went by myself. I wanted to see everything, like the, when the mob controlled it, right. the the history of Vegas, and, yeah. you know. But every time I bring friends, and the last bitch girl I dated, she wanted to go to the club. Yeah. Uh, club? Oh my God, Jesus. You can go to a club anywhere. Ugh. But Thanksgiving is over. <laughs> <laughs> die, die. <laughs> I, 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 did you make a, did you do the full turkey thing? Yeah, well, we had like three turkeys going. We had so many people. Yeah. Oh my God. I gotta, Damn. I got to check out his family. One. <laughs> <laughs> Went home with leftovers and, yeah, that's great. Did your dad just, did he pull out a lot? Or he just left it in there. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> so, I want more kids. I want a bigger family. You know. My mom had four kids yeah. by 26. Oh my God! Dang, yeah. that's, that's a lot. <laughs> wow. Yeah. It's the way it went. I'm I'm 49. I just had my first kid. Well, <laughs> you kind of went the opposite way there. <laughs> People say, why'd you why'd you wait so so long? I said, so I don't have to pay for college. <laughs> that's the best answer right there. That's it. That's it, man. You know, ask, that kid's on his own. Yeah. So we, they asked me the same problem. You don't have kids. Like, did you see my house? My two cars. You know what I mean? My, my teeth. You know, yeah. I paid eight grand for my teeth. You know, it's like, yeah, I'd be flat broke if I had kids. You know, yeah. it's like, geez. And don't get me wrong, I love kids. The problem is with me, I pull out a lot. But um. <laughs> That's the sunny thing, but I mean, I had a, I, 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 like my family tried to get creative, like uh, turkey lasagna, you know what I mean? Uh, yeah. Turkey BLT sandwiches too, right. turkey meatballs, because it's always turkey, turkey, turkey. Right, right. So, my family they try to get creative, and that's great. I love yeah. it. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, thank God, something different. Yeah. Cause uh, I I brought I went to Wawa bought that uh, the turkey gobbler yeah oh my god they wanted they, <laughs> they thought I made it okay. <laughs> oh, I made it from scratch it's gonna take a little while to prepare yeah, I learned from the chef called Pinterest yeah. <laughs> it's called a gerinator <laughs> oh thanks man that's too late now <laughs> <laughs> but I mean it's it's. With family, I mean, that's great that, uh, are you an uncle too? You, you, I am, yeah, I have an uncle and I, I, got, um, I got a niece and nephew. Okay, and so so with your family, is there anybody that's involved like in music or entertainment like you? Oddly enough, uh, like I said, I have 11 grandchildren, okay? Yeah. The second oldest, my cousin Dawn, mm-hmm. is an opera singer. Whoa! She lives in Germany. She's been in Germany oh. for like probably 30 years. She's been in th- uh, Germany. She went over there, she got awarded to a very prestigious uh, singing school. Right. There. And she sung in front of pa- uh, Pavarotti and, and, and all those guys. She's been in very elaborate shows and everything like that. Sweet. But you know what? Wow. The, you know what the funny thing is? Is that with me being a comedian and a musician and her being an opera singer, you would think we're worlds apart. Yeah. We have so much in common when it comes to show business. Like, she, she understands that, like, you know how you're a comedian and everyone's laughing for that one person? Right, right. And all you do is focus on that one person? Right. 
she understands that. She'll be singing and people will be joining it, but one lady will be sitting there with like this scowl on, and she'll just focus on that one person, like, aren't you enjoying yourself? Right, 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 right. It's very weird, but it's, it's cool. Yeah, well, I mean, like, we've done, we've been through this before with that one person that's not having a good time. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, fuck you. Everybody else is laughing. Your ass is off. I, you just don't care about that one person, yep. you know? Focus on the people that are having a good time, you know? And then your show will be better. But, I, wow, so you got an opera singer. So that's, like, the only talented... Uh, well, the only musically, you know, uh, person in my family besides me. And now your wife, uh, who I, uh, I like a lot, I love her energy. Um, did she involve with any music? No. No? Not even humming? Was no. She's not really, you know, music. Two spoons? Yeah. Two spoons, nothing? <laughs> we're, complete, uh, we're complete opposites in every, almost every way. Uh, she's, I mean, Are we she, the first candy? She's into, like, today's country music, which is just absolute shit. <laughs> oh, it, it's awful. Are we near a divorce lawyer office? No. Yeah. <laughs> I'm in the classic rock, obviously, and, and stuff like that. Yeah, we're, movies are totally different. TV shows totally different. We're complete opposites. Speaking of classic rock, do you know the Who is doing that, uh, what is it, Cleveland or Cincinnati, where people were stomped to death? Like, what was it? It was the 40th anniversary. I posted it on Facebook. Did, yeah. they, did, they, did they just do it already, or they're doing it this Saturday? What? Uh, the, the who is coming back to the place. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, because I, yeah, I saw that in the news. I was like, oh, shit, I was a kid when this happened. So was, <laughs> I remember yeah. being on the news, 11 people died. They got stomped to death. Yeah, there's a plaque up there with the, the people that died. Yeah. And... Um, the problem was, it was like too many people were like pressing on the doors. They didn't open enough doors. Exactly. It was freezing out, so everyone was trying to get in. Yeah. It was general admission, so there were no seats, and everybody just bull rushed. Yep. And like a lot of like, you know, maybe like more petite women or even kids. There were some kids there. Oh, wow. They got trampled. People didn't even know they were stepping on them. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they did that with Tim's show a couple times. <laughs> Tim, bro! <laughs> I'm trying to get out. <laughs> What the hell was that? I just pressed the wrong button. What am I? <laughs> oh my god! Oh, hold on. Let me get this here. No, but I mean, um, with music nowadays, uh, like, okay, let's see right here. So, Mike, how was your Thanksgiving, man? Oh my god! I mean, I mean, ladies and gentlemen, I apologize. My producer, Rick Connor. Hey. <laughs> Thanks, everybody. I'm so sorry, bud. That's cool. <laughs> it's a crazy oh, night. Ah, oh, there's Kathy. Kathy loves me. Oh, but by the way, people, please support the President Steve uh, Camp Out for Hunger. Go over there, donate a can of food, you know, and uh, money, because people out there really need it, especially for the holiday season. So whatever you got, please donate. Go to PrestonToSteve.com or 933WMMR to check out the status of what you need to do to donate, to spend your time, and help raise money and food for the people that really needed this holiday. And Kathy Romano, if you donate, a, let's see, uh, a half a ton of food, you hear Kathy do this. Oh, my God. 
<laughs> she loves it. She loves it. I think they still have the uh, the baskets, the, the boxes set up at Acme as well. Yes, they do. Yeah, that's what I usually do. It's like if I'm going food shopping, I'll, I'll pick up a couple cans and just drop it in there. Hey. I think they have the uh, the ten dollar bags yeah, as well. Oh yeah. Yeah, so you can still pick those up. There's there's a bunch of different ways you can donate, so it's really cool. Yeah, so please donate. Go to Acme, donate if you can't make it to the President Steve uh, Camp Out for Hunger. Like my man Rick said, there's uh, go to Acme. They have boxes where you can put the food in there. Or if you want to donate money, go to PresidentSteve.com or 933WMMR to donate a check, cash, whatever. Please help out in any way or form. All right, people? Woo, man. Oh, no! There you go. <laughs> Look at Tim's face. Oh man. So like I said, my Thanksgiving was simple. After I ate, I like I said, I saw the Irishman. I loved it. Yeah. You did you did you did like it. I did like it. It's a Martin Scorsese film. Come on. Why is everybody giving it negative uh, It's those assholes that have nothing else better to do. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's it's I read it I read that article too and I'm like, oh please. <coughs> it's ninety seven percent of Rotten Tomatoes. You know, it's and it's already getting Oscar buzz. There's an actor though that they're looking at that might get uh best supporting actor, Stephen Wright. Oh. Stephen Wright, the comedian. He's great. No, no, not not, not the comedian. Oh my oh. god. Uh, I apologize. What is his name? Hold on, the cast of the Irishman. He played the part of. Uh, let's see, cast of Irishman. Okay, here we go. He was superb. He went up toe to toe with Al Pacino. Um, let me see here. I know he's on here. No, Ray Romano was great too. Yeah, Ray Romano was in it. Sebastian Maniscalco. Yeah, oh, Jim, Jim Norton's in it. Jim Norton was great as Don Rickles. As Don Rickles. Yeah, he was. Awesome. Jim Norton's playing Don Rickles. I got to see the movie just for that. Yeah, that sounds awesome. That, playing the Latin Casino. Really? Yeah, he's at the Latin Casino, you know, doing the set. Oh wow, that's so cool. Yeah, that's what I, I, I think it's the Copacabana. Oh wait, wait, wait. Here it is. Um, there was another guy, a guy an actor. Oh, Stephen Van Zandt. Van Zandt. Gary Vale. Hmm. Oh, wow. You know, he lip sync, you know what I mean? <laughs> but, uh, yeah, he did, you know, like Jerry Vail, like, you never know. Like, oh, shit. <laughs> you know what the funny thing is, is that I've either seen people absolutely hate it or love it, right? There's no middle ground. I haven't seen right. middle ground. But my thing is, is that the hype did its job. Because everybody just pounced on this thing as soon as it came out. Cause yeah. It for like six months. Yeah. I'm like, the hype did his job. Whether you like it or not. <laughs> Huge ratings. Yeah. Huge ratings. I mean, how do you not with, you know, De Niro and Pacino and, and Pesci and, you know, the one directed by Martin Scorsese? Yeah. Yeah, the one thing, though, I didn't like was Pacino's portrayal of the one little thing. Was Pacino's portrayal of Jimmy Hoffa? Mm-hmm. Some people are saying that, yeah. They, yeah. They, they, that, that was like the weaker part. Yeah, Jack Nicholson's played it phenomenal. In oh, that was great. Oh, yeah. I love that movie. God, man. But Pacino's character was like, um, I don't know, just Pacino. Like he was playing Pacino. Right. right? <laughs> I was like, uh, I hate actors like that. Like, yeah. You know, no matter what role they played, they're doing <clears throat> the same. The same character. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was the only thing that I didn't like. But all in all, the performances, the the, the, the storyline was great. And if I don't find this freaking actor's name, uh, I'll go to Wikipedia. What the fuck? Anyway. Oh, wait, wait. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. 
uh, whole cast and crew. You can give your your insight if you like. Like I was watching The Godfather, um, on uh, got uh, IFC. They were showing it back to back. Now IFC, they don't edit nothing. Right. That's what I loved about yeah. it. They showed Godfather one and two, uh, especially like because when they showed it on AMC every Thanksgiving. You know the scene with the dead hooker, the senator? Yeah. I can't remember. You know what I mean? Yeah. They, they always, they don't show the full dead hooker in the bed. Like, they edit it out. Right. But in IFC, they show the whole thing. And then, uh, what was it, Godfather 1? He goes, um, uh, I took her dancing lessons, acting lessons, singing lessons. I, she was the best piece of ass I ever had, and I had them all. In the original version, AMC, they edit that out. Because of the Me Too movement. Right. You know what I mean? Somebody had a pretty good review or, or whatever I thought was interesting where they said the Irishman, they said they loved it, right? Mm-hmm. But they said, like, The Godfather, they could watch, like, any, any day. Right, right, right. But they said The Irishman, they had no desire to watch it again. <laughs> like they said it was good, but it's not a movie where they would, like, <clears throat> watch it over and over again if it ever came on. Here it is. The actor's name is Stephen Graham. Okay. He played uh, Anthony Tony Pro Provisano. Um, he was like another Hoffa, but a very corrupt. Same thing, Hoffa was corrupt too. Yeah. But Stephen Graham, he was in that movie Snatch. Um, <clears throat> you think I got the marbles? Remember when we pointed the gun? I think so. Yeah, that's uh, Stephen Graham. Now, the big buzz going around that he could get uh, a best supporting actor because there were a couple scenes where he went toe to toe with. Al Pacino. Hmm. Well, let me ask you something. Can they, can, can, is, can sh- uh, movies on Netflix get Oscars? Yeah. They can? Yeah. Because I heard that they couldn't. No, well, the thing was, Martin Scorsese put it out in the movie theaters first. So that qualified for... Qualified for Oscar. Uh, right. And then he was like, okay. And then the problem was, everybody was like, oh, well, no, before he put out the film, he was like, you know, you should edit this. This is three hours long. But Mars Crusaders was like, no, I want to leave the whole thing in there. Right. And the only reason I ask is because, uh, uh, like I said, Eddie Murphy was on Ellen today. Yeah. And she was going, oh, uh, Dolomite is my name is getting a big Oscar buzz. I'm thinking, wait a second, it was on Netflix. Right. Can I get an Oscar? Um, I believe it was on theaters for a little while. I don't know if it was. I mean, that's a good question, but... <coughs> Excuse me. Um, yeah, he was out for three weeks, but Martin Scorsese, in an interview, um, he just said, listen, I didn't want to inter- uh, um, uh, cut some scenes in this movie. I wanted to show the whole movie. So he just said, that I'm just going to put it out in the theater for a couple weeks, and then I'm going to put it on Netflix. And then when they interviewed Jimmy, um, the guy that played uh, Don Rickles, oh my God, just had Jim Norton. Jim Norton. Jim Norton. He goes, uh, he was so scared that his part was going to get edited out. Because he goes, I was there, I had, it was a one minute scene. And I hate to say this, but he did a pretty good job as a Don Rickles. Right. The movements, you know, the the picking on the crowd, you know, doing the hand gestures. He was, he, he nailed it. Nice. He nailed it. Um, But he was so afraid that he was about to edit it out, man. But next thing you know, when he saw it in the premiere, he was like, oh, my God, they did it. You know what I mean? Right. They saw me. Oh, my God. <laughs> I was like, um, so he, 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 they, so that's why Martin Scorsese was like, I wanted to leave the whole thing in there. Mm-hmm. So that way everybody can see it and see everybody's performances on there. I was like, that's good. Most directors don't do that. Hmm. You know, you got paid. Everybody wants to get paid and be happy. But there's one buzz that, like I said, they're looking at this guy named um, Stephen Graham, 
and they're, they, the big buzz going around that he could get a Best Supporting uh, Oscar buzz. Because, like I said, there's a scene where the, there's a prison scene and then there's a diner scene where Pacino was making fun of his shorts. <laughs> um, you got it. Like, oh, I wish you guys saw it. Terrible. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so I really hope he does get it because he was phenomenal. As this guy, uh, whatever this character he played, Tony Pro, that was his name. Hmm. Oh my God! And then as a British actor, he's a British actor. Yeah. To nail the part of an Italian guy. Oh my God! That alone takes uh, takes some chops. Dude, it was like perfection of this Italian mob boss. You know, <laughs> I was like, holy shit, this guy is phenomenal. And there was another scene that was intimidating where. Al Pacino played Jimmy Hoffa. He said something to him that pissed him off. In the scene in the movie, there's no words. But this guy, Stephen Graham with Tony Pro, he just stood there, took takes his cigar out of his mouth, and the scene must have been like 30 seconds. Mm-hmm. But he just gave this hard, cold stare to Pacino. It's like, Jesus Christ, you know what I mean? I was like, oh, are you going to kill him? Or are you gonna... <laughs> it was like 30-second scene. <coughs> it was like a stone-cold look. Like, I felt intimidated. Yeah. Like, Did they show anybody get a little, like, whacked or anything? Yeah, like, there were some people get whacked. All right, because there, there was, like, no acts. Like, you, you thought something was going to happen, like, action-wise, and then, they would, then it wouldn't be, like, it would happen. No, no. Well, I mean, it was based on this guy's uh, story, how he was, like, uh... The Buffalino family, basically, in um, central part of Pennsylvania. And yeah, they were a mob boss. Mm. They were a mob crew. Um, they were pretty much affiliated with the mobs in New York and Chicago. Uh, it was like, uh, what is it, in, in a casino in that small town in Kansas. That's the type of mob they were. As long yeah. as they were close to some places, they were away from it. You right. know what I mean? So that's how the Buffalino family worked. But I mean, there was some stuff with, like, uh, Kennedy... Yeah, they the had Kennedy assassination. There was some overtone. Oh man, they, what they didn't show in the movie Hoffa, where the scene was, because you know Hoffa hated the Kennedys, hmm. the religious passion. The scene was where they were in this diner and they're all having uh, Sundays, because that was Hoffa's favorite. He loved Sundays, and all of a sudden, ladies and gentlemen, we just received word that John F. Kennedy was assassinated, and then. Well, was it Robert Cronkite? Uh, they, yeah, they they uh, they didn't show his face, but they showed him. He heard his voice, and next thing you know, Robert De Niro, Al Pacino, and his crew gets up, slowly looks at the television, and next thing you know, while everybody else was still looking, Jimmy Hoffa goes back to his table and starts finishing his Sunday. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh wow! <laughs> yeah. I was like, yeah, you hated them all. Wow. <laughs> I was like. Where everybody was like in shock and Frank, uh, Robert De Niro's character, uh, he just stood there and was like, I can't believe this happened, you know? Jimmy Hoffa just slowly walked back to the table like, motherfucker got what he deserved. Uh, you know, I was like, holy shit. <laughs> wow. But please, guys, would you just see freaking Irishman, man? Oh, my God. I'm going to have to do like a, uh, like I'll just watch a half an hour a day or something like that. Like, I, I, I don't think I'm, I'm going to have to t- treat it like a TV show. <laughs> Miniseries, yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's three and a half hours is a lot of time. Your next scene in five. Right. <laughs> Too, yeah, you know. <laughs> but it was great. So this guy, uh, Stephen Graham, they're like, like again, I say they're looking at giving him a best supporting actor, but uh, the buzz is going around, and he clearly deserves. I hope he gets it, man. 
because he was woo, he was powerful man in that mm. movie but um Joe Pesci looked old yeah right? yeah <sighs> I think in this like uh, late Eight or mid 80s, I think. Nah, 80s, it can't be. Yeah, it was in the 70s. Well, let me Google that. And if you hear Joe Pesci say something, you hang up. <laughs> <laughs> what a fucking looking at my age for? Mm. Oh my god. Like I said, we're back on the air again. Um, 76. <laughs> 76. <laughs> 76 years old, yeah. yeah. Damn, you're fast. He's getting there. <laughs> yeah, he retired. I mean, this is the movie that got him out of retirement for now. Mm. So it was Martin Scorsese and Robert Dino kind of convinced him to come back. Oh, yeah? And with that big-ass paycheck, too. <laughs> yeah, that, too. But, uh, yeah, he was he was great. Ray Romano was awesome. Um, uh, but, like I said, I'm sorry, but Stephen Graham, really powerful performance as this guy took the pro. And you look at uh, you look at uh, Joe Pesci's IMDb man, just the movies he was in: Goodfellas, Casino, Home Alone, Raging oh, Bull, God, Once Upon a Time in America. Majority of those were all mob films, yeah. you know. Yeah, Bronx Tale. Good lord, man. Well, Bronx Tale was at the end of the movie. Right, but he was still uh, yeah. Was, believe the weapons. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I used to love the Leo Getz character, man. He was great. Yeah, of course he could retire. Look at all that money he made for the yeah. movies, you know? He was in Michael Jackson's Moonwalker. Really? Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. As like I didn't know that. a gay terrorist. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, designer. I guess, you know, everyone's got a dud here and there, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. I mean, again, it's for the paycheck. Yeah, you know. Eight heads in a duffel bag. He was in that movie too. Yeah. You know? <laughs> but I love that movie. Yeah, really. Well, I liked it. I liked it. Oh, <sighs> um, even though he played a hitman, there were some scenes where it was like him playing Joe Pesci. Right. You know what I mean, <laughs> um, what was it that? Uh, what's the actor that was in there in the movie with him? Um, I know David Spade was David in it. Spade. Yeah. It's like these two, like him and Joe Pesci were in the room. And these two big ass mob, like mob hitmen, were there. Mm-hmm. David Spade was like trying to confront them, and Joe Pesci said, I wouldn't do that for you. Said, why? You, you don't want to come be in front of these guys. I said, Why? Because I can control them. You can't. You know? <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so that's all. More talk about mob movies, man, other than that. Christmas is around the corner. Are you prepared? No. No. <laughs> Are you I got prepared, even though now you're a dad. Define prepared. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> Like, you know, the, your presents, the gifts and stuff like that. Well, you know. we decorate it. We, we, uh, my wife decorated right before Thanksgiving. She likes to decorate the house. So the tree was up and the decorations are up and everything like that. As far there as presents, uh, I don't have anything. My wife's got a few in, but, Uh-oh. you know. Ho, ho, ho. Oh, God. It's coming already. Yeah, man. I mean, uh, am I prepared? Not in nah, a rep, really. I mean, I could buy stuff for my nieces, you know what I mean? Other than that, stuff for myself, you yeah. know? But uh, I like to go to, used to go, are you a regular guitar world? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> All the time. I got to go in there one day. I'm, I'm a non-guitar player. Would they allow me in? Oh, yeah, he's with me. No, yeah. <laughs> anybody can go in. Yeah, you know. What's it's, it's Guitar Center. It's oh, like Guitar Center. Guitar, guitar world. world. Sorry about that. <laughs> but No, I mean, there, there's, uh, there's two right in uh, half a mile from my house. Which is one of the reasons why I was happy to buy those. It's uh, Guitar Center and then... Uh, uh, what's the other one? Uh, uh, Sam Ash. Okay, same parking lot. So really, I, I'm in my glory. Yeah, I'm there all the time. I'm there like maybe once a week. Because I want to do a video with this guy. 
uh, me pretending to play a guitar <laughs> and him playing, actually playing the guitar. <laughs> Cause like you, cause you knew you can wear those headsets, cause that way you won't like. Um, yeah. And last year, my wife wanted to buy me a Christmas present yeah. at Guitar Center. I pulled up, saw my car there. Yeah, I, was like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Son of a bitch, he's always there." It's like the strip club, you know. It's like, oh yeah, that's my husband's car. <laughs> yeah, it's not. My wife knows it. <laughs> she doesn't have to look at the strip club for me. Ah. Just look at the guitar plays on there. A buddy of mine. Speaking of that, a buddy of mine who's been married for like twenty something years. He comes up to me. He's, John and uh, he goes uh, you go Jerry uh, heard there's a strip you go to strip clubs like not really but I mean there's one place that I'm a regular so he says where's that Delilah's den he goes alright alright can I go with you he goes what he said yeah listen my wife is away I, I, I need some freshness that's what he said freshness so I said alright alright it's been a while but I, I don't know if they still remember me so I walk, we walk in there his face lit up. You know what I mean? He's like, oh, fresh ass. Next thing you know, he goes, Jerry, please do me a favor. Don't tell my wife. He's like, I'm not. I'm not going to snitch. I'm not like that. So he goes, let me ask you something. You've been married for 20 years. Your wife is beautiful. She's great. Why do you want to come with me to a strip club? You know what he said? Mm. Tits. Mm. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's right. Your wife doesn't have any. He's like, yeah, I need, I need to remember what big tits look like. <laughs> I never liked going to a strip club. When I was single, when I was in my like, my twenties, my friends were like, "Come on, let's go to a strip club." I never liked it for two reasons: one, you couldn't touch anybody. Right? No, no, so you can't. Incredibly teased. You come out, you're you're way more, you know, uh, broke. Yeah, you're <laughs> broke. Yeah, that's another you're, thing. You're broke and you're turned on. Yeah, you don't have anybody. Right. right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to do that. Anymore. Yeah. Stay home, watch porn for free. Right. You know? <laughs> Go home with that. You know, that's it. Got your right hand or left. Right. You know, or grapefruit. I don't know. Or grapefruit. You know, and you pass out. You know what I mean? I, I just never got it, man. I was like, I can't touch anybody. And it, uh, I touched some. There's some I brought back. You know, um... I don't know. Did I pay for sex? No. Let's put it that way. But, uh, yeah, I'm not doing that again. I, I, like I said, he wanted to go. You know what I mean? And I was like, all right, all right, all right. I was like, yo, mom, you're single. Please. The guy seemed desperate. You know? <laughs> all right, I'll, I'll help you out. All right. I just sat at the bar where these two, uh, one stripper was talking to me. And I was like, oh, yeah, let's talk, you know. While he was at, like getting a lap dance, mm. I was like like three lap dances. Jesus <laughs> Christ, dude! He's like, you better bring cash. Do not use your credit card. No. You know? <laughs> like, Can't leave a paper trail. Yeah, exactly. well, not just that. I'll show up on the phone. <laughs> Honey, did you go to a place called Delight? Yes, they sell furniture there. <laughs> this is like knitting equipment. Yeah. But um, I'm sure like we all gained like. 5,000 pounds this holiday because I know I ate a lot, did you? I did, yeah. Yeah. My favorite thing is like leftovers at like, you know, one thirty in the morning. Oh, God. I love that shit. I know. Same here, man. It's just like a feel sorry pity food. You know? <laughs> <laughs> you know? But, uh, oh, no, man. So let's go into the world of, no, not, not this time. I was going to say cars, but hold on. Ah. I am prepared this time. Because that's all guy talk. Because normally I, when I when I have a guest, and since Tim is my boy, and we already know so much about him, we're gonna continue on what we normally talk about on my show, and that is stuff that's about great stuff. God damn it! Here we go. So let's go into the world of cars. Oh, it's not loud enough. God damn it! Here we go. All right, I got it. I got. It. Let's go into the world of cars. There we go. 
Your car of the week is pretty much what the mobsters drove in the 60s and 70s, Lincolns and Cadillacs. There you go. Because in the movie Irishman, you see them. <laughs> yeah, Cadillacs, were, they were good, right? Yep, you see the deuce and the quarter. Remember that car? Mm-hmm. The deuce and the quarter's in there. That car mm. was a freaking Greyhound bus. Oh, my God. My dad's face lit up. because that's a car. That was a I drove that car. That car is... Can, you bitch out your car. I was like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, you see a lot of those cars in the movie. The Lincolns, yeah. the Cadillacs. Wow. My buddy, uh, musician for the mining, I went to high school with him. Italian family and stuff like that. They had a green, like a, it was like this color, it was like, a, like a mint green Lincoln Continental. You could fit a family of seven in the back seat. Holy it was, crap. It was huge. It was yep. such a big car. Oh my God! Like you've you've seen them, right? Hell yeah! Yeah, I mean I've seen them in car shows. Yeah. Oh my God! If to sit in those freaking things, be like a king in that thing. What's your favorite movie car? Oh, that's a good question. Um, let me see. Oh my God! See, he got me on that one. I can just throw him. One. Uh, I would say pretty much my favorite movie car would be the Tumbler. What's that? Oh, oh from uh, the Dark Knight. Okay. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah. Um, and then my second one will probably would be uh, can it TV and movie. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, the eighteen band. Eighteen band. Okay. All right. What's yours? TV generally. Nice. I always love that car. Movie. Uh, Mustang Fastback from Bullet. Oh God damn it! He got me. That's uh, my favorite car too. The '68. Yeah. '68. <laughs> so I'm on two ninety five on Monday. Right. That's the picture you posted. Holy crap, yeah, that was you. What? I thought it was like, I thought it was your wife took it and then she was like. It's the car from Bullet on a, on a, a flatbed. Oh, really? It's going up 295, it's, it's, uh, it's a fastback. Huh. And same color and everything. Wow. Yeah, now they're running a contest on Facebook to win this very car. Really? This color, yeah. Oh, wow. I'll see it right next to me. This guy was doing like 40 miles an hour. I had to slow my car. <laughs> Just so I can take a take picture of car. Yeah. Favorite car. In the movie. Oh, wow. Favorite oh, car. My God. Well, check this out. You ever seen a TV show called Fast and, Fast and Loud? Fast and Loud? Yes, it's a show on Discovery Channel. It's, it's like these guys, they find old cars. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. They found one like in a barn, didn't they? They did it. Mm-hmm. They, um, Steve McQueen's son uh, was there, and he drove the new 2019 Mustang with his father's name on it. Yeah. So his mission was to get a '68 and restore it, and make. And they did a reenactment of the chase scene in San Francisco. Yeah. Oh wow. Greatest scenes oh, in, in my car God. history. It's what such a great scene. And he found uh, the body, but. That he had to make it look exactly like his dad's car. Yeah. And he did it. Which this car, what looked exactly like the car in the movie. Yeah. Which blew my mind because it was on a flatbed with like four different like normal cars, like SUVs. I'm like, how's this? (laughs) (laughs) On on, on a flatbed with all these other cars. Where's it going? Where's this car going? I would say pretty much because they had the original 68 Mustang, the one that Steve McQueen drove. They had it in Washington, D.C. And they had it in like this protective glass. So people can see it, but he couldn't touch it. He couldn't yeah. sit in it. Goddamn, had I known, I would have went there. Yeah. You know what I mean? And to restore 68, that's a lot of work. Especially the guy the, the guy that had it was in his garage. His father bought it. There was dust all over it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And they, they took the VIN number and everything. 
And check this out. The price of that car that day was, wait, what? How much? 8000 Yeah, how much? Holy crap. Yeah. Holy crap, man. And so he gave it to, he still has it, but like the Mustang company was like, listen, we're coming up with the 28. Can we do the comparisons? And it was like, yeah, go ahead. You know, I was like, why not? I would. Yeah. That's a freaking paycheck right there. <laughs> but man, to drive a car that Steve McQueen drove in. Yeah. Jesus Christ, man. That's like an honor, man. Oh. My second favorite movie car is uh, Bandit from Smoking Bandit. Smoking Bandit. Oh, the uh, 454. The Firebird. Firebird. Yeah. 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 And you? Oh, gosh. Um, movie car. If, I, if I'm going just uh, by looks alone and just the coolness factor, I got to go with the Ecto-1 from Ghostbusters for movies. Just because I would <laughs> love that. It's my favorite movie of all time. I don't care what anybody says. <laughs> But just that's just on looks alone. If I'm if I'm going for like um like a cool looking car, the uh, uh, the GT from Ferris Bueller's Day Off, the, was that the Ferrari? I think, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 That's a cool ass car. That's for movies. For for TV, I got to go with the original Batmobile, oh. from the '66. Oh. Yeah, I got to sit in that. Did you really? Yeah. Oh, that's a cool. At the General Lee, at the end of the, one of those Comic Cons or something like that. Yeah. How comfortable is sitting in? Is it comfortable? It's not comfortable at all, man. <laughs> it's freaking huge, man. It's yeah. Oh, God. Yeah, it's not that comfortable. So, hmm. the TV show, they kind of lied, basically. Because the General Lee was cool. Okay. You know, like an old Dodge Charger or whatever. And I think they had the 18 bit. Oh, my God. <laughs> I love that band. I'm sorry, man. I love the movie, too. If you remember in the movie, it's, how you doing, girl? <laughs> when they showed it, oh, my God, my mouth watered, dude. I love that band. Yeah. But, I mean, um, yeah, they showed the Tumblr one time in uh, Jay Leno's uh, show about car. Yeah, yeah, that's a good show. Yeah, but, I mean, the, in the, they showed, like, the... In the movie, you see Batman, all the technical gadgets and everything. Yeah. That was stage. So the real Tumblr doesn't have that. Okay. It's just regular. You know, just a regular scene. Like, oh, that sucks. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, come on. I want the buttons. Yeah. Pushing in the missile. I want a little toys. Yeah. And the bike to pop out. Right. Yeah. Shoot out. Nah, man. I was watching that Jay Leno show. He was driving this guy's, I think, like an old NASCAR or something like that. Yeah. Priceless or something. And he rolled it. Do you see that? No. Yeah, he rolled it. And they, they got a little hurt, actually. And it, But they, he didn't mean it. It wasn't like a stun or nothing. Right. He felt terrible. He totaled the guy's car. Mm. Yeah. He paid him. He's in Damn. a parking lot. He's flying. Like, and the guy's like, oh, open it up. Yeah. And then he just he loses control of the car, and it, it just flipped over. Uh, and rolled it. Uh, crazy. Uh, but wait a minute. In in John Wick, wasn't it a 69 Mustang? Wasn't that close? Let's see that. You didn't see John Wick? No, I never saw it. Oh, see John Wick. You're going to see the Mustang. It's a 69 Mustang. Beautiful. Freaking beautiful car. Rick, you seen uh, John Wick, right? Yes, watch it for the car and then leave. Yeah. It's a terrible movie. I hate those movies. The thing is, is I'm, I'm not a gearhead in the least. Yeah? I'm, I am not a gearhead, but I do love muscle cars. Yeah. From the 70s and stuff like that. They just they just look cool. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, that's that's literally like the only thing. I don't care about racing or anything like that. GTOs and stuff like that. There's an era there that they just captured that was like yeah. Just yeah. awesome. And now they, you know... But, yeah, I'm not a gearhead, though. Like, I am. I mean, I'm, I just like muscle cars. Yeah. I mean, I, I can't stand the luxury cars. I feel like a sissy. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. I do. But when I'm in a muscle car, it feels like as if I own the road, get out of my way. You know? Yeah. I've driven the Mustang, Charger, Challenger. Uh, I've driven the Corvette. You know what I mean? But, damn, you feel power. My, brother, my brother always wanted a 73 Corvette. Yeah. Yeah, it was one of them. 
Wow. They're, they're badass. They, they, you know. My younger brother has a 75 Stingray Corvette. He, I don't know if your brother's really one to, to... I'll let him talk to each other because he owns it. I don't want it. I hate that thing. <laughs> it's a 75. The thing has no power steering, man. Seats are uncomfortable. You know the radio where you push that one button to red line? Yeah. It has that. Wow. It's my dad's Corvette. I don't. I hate that thing. I drove that thing once. My whole freaking arm was sore for weeks because I can't... Uh, <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, God. You know, my next neighbor had a, a, a 68, 69 Mustang that she kept in her garage right. forever. And she took she died and the family took it out and it had like three thousand miles on it. Car was like car was like twenty five years old at the time. And my brother wanted to buy it and they wouldn't sell it to him. Uh, it was mint. Not yeah. one speck of rustle. It was like a, it was like a hundred green Mustang. It was absolutely incredible. Wow. Oh, yeah. man. What'd they end up doing with it? I don't know. Huh. We took she died, the family took it. I don't know what the, I mean, I guess they, they sold buried it. They must have said, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> but I mean it was just unbelievable. She drove it to like the store to get milk and that was it. Yeah. You know? She pulled in the garage all the time. She did that thing that uh, every car owner <laughs> the car seller always tries to say, Oh yeah, it was just owned by a little old lady that just drove it to church every Sunday. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was her car. I don't know, it was just so low. When I up one eye down. Yeah. Hey. No, you can't. <laughs> but I mean, uh, yeah, with all these good, co- I like. I don't like the Tesla. I've seen them. I don't like it. Yeah. What, uh, do, you, what do you think of the new, that new uh, that Tesla truck? tank? Yeah. Oh, I hate it. I really hate it. It looks weird. It looks like shit. And then he's like, <laughs> that cracked me up with this. Like, yeah, it's got bulletproof windows. He throws a ball at it and just shatters. <laughs> like, oh, are we still recording? Yeah, Damn it! The stock window. <laughs> that was re- that's embarrassing. Mm. Like, how can you say bulletproof glass? Freaking rocket! Shatters. Jesus. But aesthetically, it just looks weird. I, I hate it. I don't. I don't like it. But you know, even after yeah. that presentation, even after they busted the windows, they had like some, like ten thousand. Um, yeah, I saw that. Orders for it. Mm. Pissed me off. It's crazy. Who the hell is driving this thing? I don't know. It's not a good-looking car. No, it's not. I really don't like it. Well, anyway, people, that's all with the move about the story of cars. And uh, uh, let me see here. So that's all with all the mop cars and other cars about our favorite movie and TV show. That's why I like this guy. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Start with that. <laughs> Go ahead. I ain't done talking about cars. <laughs> We're going back. You you He's got a heart on all right, well, let's go to the world of food. Now that Thanksgiving is over, um, I like to find stuff that's creative. I go on Pinterest and find some stuff. So, with the world of food, and people trying to get creative, do you cook? Or does your wife cook? My wife cooks, yeah. She's a good cook. I know. What does your wife do for a living? You know I mean? she's, uh, she's a nanny. She's not working now. She's with her baby, but yeah, yeah. she's a nanny. Okay. So, but what is your favorite stuff to cook? Hers? Yeah, no, the, uh, yeah, like, what did she, like, whip up well, for you? Well, like, tonight, before it came out, she cooked up uh, two giant steaks with uh, baked potatoes. Awesome. Oh, my God. Does she have a sister? <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what, she's got a brother, and he's an awesome cook. Really? Yep. So he's a professional chef? He's not a professional chef, but, he, I mean, this guy knows the stuff. He knows his that way around the kitchen. Sweet. He's incredible. He's really good. And their mom's a great cook. Really? Yeah, I mean, I guess her mom taught them... <clears throat> How to cook, and they're all really good cooks, man. You know. And you, what about you? 
No, I'm like a SpaghettiOs guy. <laughs> SpaghettiOs a microwave guy, you know? <laughs> I don't cook shit. My dad taught me how to cook, so I, I cook. I'm not a professional chef, but I mean, I, you ask me to whip something, I like a MacGyver, you know? It's like, hmm, span ham and pineapple. I know what to make, you know? Because my dad was in the military, so they trained him to how to cook. And the first thing I cooked was scrambled eggs. Because it's the easiest thing to cook. You cook thousands of things with eggs. I could cook scrambled eggs. Yeah. Come on, man. Give me something else. What, what do you with cook? SpaghettiOs, right? <laughs> 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 on a good night. Can you cook, Greg? Uh, a little bit. I mean, I don't know really how to cook, but I, if I have like a YouTube tutorial with me, you know, then I can just follow that, and that usually turns out pretty well. It's not like, you know, yeah. I don't burn nothing or, you know, overcook, you know, put the wrong ingredients or anything. I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't really do it that much but like i cook like meatloaf and stuff like that before like little things yeah, yeah. well the thing is about thanksgiving it's like a, there's something people want to get creative like uh people uh what they do with the leftovers so i was on pinterest and i see these people that create making their own version there's always turkey sandwiches that's like the number one thing turkey sandwiches yeah so when i got on pinterest i was like okay what can you do with your left so i typed in turkey leftovers Right? Oh my God. Get this. Turkey enchiladas. Enchiladas, there you go. Turkey pot pie. Of course, yeah. Turkey leftover frittatas. Frittatas. Yeah, I was like, oh my God, these people are creative. Yeah. It's uh, mashed potato stuffing patties. Yeah, it looks like a a biscuit, you know? Okay. Uh, what else would they like? Oh, is it just mashed potatoes and stuffing mixed together? Yeah. That's okay. It. And they make it to like a patty, like a cake. Huh. I was like, oh shit, that's freaking creative. Yeah. Now, what else uh, this guy, uh, these people made? Oh, turkey potato cakes dipped with either cranberry sauce or gravy. That's brilliant. Okay, yeah. I'll take some of that. And turkey pizza. Turkey pizza. That's like uh, the cranberry, the stuffing, the mashed potatoes, and sliced turkey with actual pizza dough, and they put it on top of there with, with uh, not just sauce but gravy. Uh, okay. Right, and then they put it in the oven, and then next thing you know, it's turkey pizza. It's pretty much the same. Yeah. I like it. I mean, it's not too different than a sandwich if you're not using, like, pizza sauce and mozzarella cheese and stuff like that, you know, so it's pretty much just, you know. I thought that was brilliant. Yeah. Because it's always... The number one thing is turkey sandwiches. Yeah. You know, cheese and their turkey. Right, right. That's all they, they do. But these people were like, you know what? We're going to be creative. So people were making turkey tacos. You know, I was like, damn, the list goes down. Yeah. So if you are interested. Make me a sandwich. <laughs> I almost heard that. Make me a sandwich. There you go. Oh, God. When I was watching The Irishman, I fell asleep. Right, and I must have missed like 45 minutes. <laughs> so I had to rewind it back. Great thing about Netflix, you get to touch that little button and mm-hmm. rewind it. It's not like the VHS. Yeah. You know. So I had to re- remember where I had it. And I was like, oh yeah, minute, uh, what is it? Like uh, the 45 minutes and 23 seconds. I had it. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> and then next thing you know, I was watch the rest of the thing. So if you're interested in becoming creative with your turkey leftovers, especially now with Christmas around the corner, more turkey gone on yeah. Christmas Day, go to Pinterest.com. They have some great ideas instead of just making turkey sandwiches. There you go. Make me a sandwich. All right, people. Now let's go to the world of movies. Yes. 
<laughs> Sorry. <laughs> they, they suck what did you bad. say? <laughs> Sounds like my last show. <laughs> <laughs> All right, movie recommend. Hey, man, how is uh, er uh, Eric doing? Eric Potts? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I messaged him. I messaged him the night before Thanksgiving, you know, how all the comedians get together and chicken yeah. pizza. I asked him if he was going, he never got back to me, so I don't know. Uh, well, there's something I want to ask. I'm not going to ask you on the air, but, uh, you know. No, do it. No. No. <laughs> no, no, no. I don't want no controversy. We'll say it after the show, you know what I mean? Yeah, no, um, I always do it. Yeah, all right. Let's go to the movie recommendations, movies that I highly recommend. And for others, it's such as action, drama, mystery, suspense, sci-fi, western, comedy, classic, and also I added this one, documentary. And the number one movie that I recommend, and we just talking about it, oh, the only one that's seen it, damn it, <laughs> is The Irishman. Yes. That's what he said. That's what she said. What did you say? Okay. Is now from Goodfellas, Casino, Mean Streets, and now another more Martin Scorsese classic, The Irishman. It's 97% of Rotten Tomatoes. I loved it. This is a biographical crime thriller. Follows Frank Sheeran, played by Robert De Niro, as he recalls his past years working with the Buffalino crime family. Now older, the World War II veteran once again reflects on his prolific hits, particularly considers in his involvement with Jimmy Hoffa, the disappearance of, the, of his disappearance in 1975. It is three days long, technically three hours long. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, it's with Robert De Niro, Al Pacino, Joe Pesci, and the old fellas are back. <laughs> the old fellas? <laughs> they, they are, man. They, they, you can just see it. Um, but I mean, the performances were great. Again, I say this, I did not like Al Pacino's portrayal as Jimmy Hoffa. I didn't. It's, they could have done better. Yeah. You know? If Jack Nicholson was younger, lost like an extra uh, two tons, <laughs> you know what I mean? He probably would have pulled it. Was Harvey Keitel in it? Yes, he was. Who did he play? Um, he played like... Um, He's another one I love. Yeah. Oh, my God. Hold on. Now, I'm going to go back to Wikipedia. <laughs> <laughs> Should have his shit up, Jerry. Oh, I'm detailed. Sorry. <laughs> Lord, Not prepared. I am prepared here. You know, listen to some jazz music while we have some cognac people <laughs> and some cigars in the Jerry Torres program here on the jazz. All jazz, all love. All right, here we go. All right, Harvey Keitel played Angelo Bruno. Oh, Angelo Bruno. Yes, he was great. And I heard they didn't talk about Angelo Bruno's murder. No. Do you remember that? Uh, didn't he? Oh, what's it? Okay, in the movie The Irishman, you see the scenes where each mob guy got hit. Like you'll see, like the, like um. Okay, like I'll give Angel Bruno. Like Angel Bruno, shot eight times in the face. You know, and then later on in the movie, you would see that guy get killed. How mm -hmm. he was killed? Mm -hmm. uh, Angel Bruno didn't see it. Now, um, uh, Sebastian Melgasco's performance as uh, Gallo. Okay. Uh, it was great. But um, when he got shot in front of that clam restaurant, yeah. But before he got shot, you'll see, like, on the, like a subtitle on the bottom, um, you know, what, what was his name again? I forgot. Oh, wait a minute. Uh, da, 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 da. Sebastian Nagasco. That's Crazy Joe Gallo. Okay. You know, Crazy Joe Gallo got shot in front of an oyster restaurant in New York City. Next thing you know, you see the part, like, 20 minutes into the movie, 
you see how he actually got killed. Yeah. You know, so. Because when I was a kid, that was a big thing. When I was a kid, uh, Angelo Bruno, so he, he got shot in Philly. He was a Philly mob boss. Yeah, he was. He got shot in Philly, and someone apparently, you know, shot him with a shotgun. And when I was sitting in his car, but the next day, the Philadelphia Bulletin, that was the paper at the time. Yeah. The Bulletin and the Inquirer. And the Bulletin had his face with a giant hole in it. Yeah. Oh, remember. Cover. Yep. And all of us kids were sitting there at the newsstand looking at this picture like, oh my God. <laughs> and they got in a lot of trouble for uh, posting that picture. Oh yeah, if you go on Google, they have the top eight <clears throat> mob hits in New York City. <clears throat> um, the, the infamous barbershop uh, where Joe Gallo got shot in front of the oyster restaurant where, uh, what's his name? Um, got shot in front of that steakhouse. Scotty's uh, guy. Scotty's guy, yeah. yeah. Uh, and how they look today. Yeah. You know what I mean? From back then to today, like the oyster restaurant where Gallo got killed, it doesn't look like what it looks like in the movie. It's like now like a family restaurant now. <laughs> I mean, it's still the same name. Yeah. But now it looks more family friendly. Right. And some, you know. The steakhouse is still there. Right? The steakhouse is still yeah. there. Paul and, Castellano got and, it. And, uh, yeah, and they'll show the spot where Castellano got killed. Yeah. You know, there's no plaque. You know what I mean? Or statue. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but that would be awesome if they did put still. a statue. Man, this is where he got killed, kids. <laughs> Chalk outline. But, um... It's, uh, yeah, so when you see in the movie, you, when you see the mob boss, the mobsters' names, you see their name and how they got killed. Hmm. It's pretty good how they did. I like that. I like that. Um, but, yeah, um, what's his name? Uh, Harvey Keitel was Harvey Keitel. Yeah. Jesus, man. He just, just sits there, just stares. He wears these mob glasses, you know. Yeah. You know, he stood, again, he stood next to, sat right next to Joe Pesci. Those two guys, that's mob. His that's <sighs> legends, dude. Yeah. yeah, his best role was, uh, you know, the fixer in Pulp Fiction. Pulp Fiction, yeah, the wolf. The wolf. Yeah, yeah. pretty please. We sure got on top. Yeah, <laughs> clean the fucking car. <laughs> 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 I love that scene though. I don't like to be. Uh, what was that? Uh, Doctor Volta yeah. said. Yeah, I'm sorry. I just, you know, I don't like people barking orders at me. Is all right. Well, pretty please with the cherry on top. Clean the fucking car. Yeah. <laughs> if I'm if I'm Kurt, that's how I am. Yeah. So, you know, maybe I can find it on YouTube. But I mean, um, yeah, his uh, Harvey Keitel again was Harvey Keitel. It, it, he, those mob glasses. He just sits there. Staring, you know, somebody comes into the restaurant. You know how this oh, the, the the introduction with the mob guys. You just see Harvey Keitel just standing, just sitting there, just gives that that mob stare and then the head up. Thing. Was Sam Giancana uh, mentioned? Uh, Sam Giancana was mentioned. Yeah, like I said, you gotta see the movie. You, yeah. They mentioned all these mobsters and how they got killed. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, it's mob talk here in the Jerry Torres program here on Walk. <laughs> Um, if you're interested in joining the mob, go to mobjoin.com. Mobjoin.com. <laughs> but um, as a matter of fact, people, if you mess with me, I got Tony T here. Drag already down on your pile. The guys, the guns, the line pits already done. You understand what I'm saying? And from in here, just one by my push. There you go. Don't mess with me, all right? I got Tony T to protect me. Wait, what happened to the music? I got it, sorry. I ran out of Konya. I ran out of music. <laughs> <laughs> right, let me see if I can say the uh, Pulp Fiction, The Wolf. All right, Pulp Fiction, The Wolf. Yeah, because um, are you ever going to see it? Uh, the Irishman? 
Oh, I'm definitely going to see it, but I just, you know, I, I'm not one of those kind of guys that rushes to see everything that people, you know, I, I'll get to it in half hours, man, you know? Well, what I'm like you said, like, watch 30 minutes, another 30 minutes, another 30 minutes. Um, there you go, the wolf. All right, here we go. And let me see here. Uh, da, 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 da. And we see, I don't like being barked orders. Let me see. All right, here we go. I think this is a scene. Peyton. God damn it! I hate these damn Welcome intros. They, every time they show, why can't they show this stuff at the end instead of the beginning? Or not show them at all. Just show a little picture, the size of a thumbnail. You know what I mean? Oh, they have backstories. You sending the wolf? No, that's not it. That's all you had to say, Negro. Hey, easy. Must be Jules. Should make you Vincent. Let's get down to brass tacks, gentlemen. If I was informed correctly, the clock is ticking. Is that right, Jimmy? Uh, 100%. Your wife, Bonnie, comes home at 9.30 a.m., is that correct? Uh-huh. I was led to believe if she comes home and finds us here, she wouldn't appreciate none too much. Who wanted that? That gives us 40 minutes to get the fuck out of Dodge. Which, if you do what I say, when I say it, should be plenty. Now, you got a corpse in a car, minus a head in the garage. Take me to it. Jimmy. Uh-huh. Do me a favor, will you? Put us some coffee back there. Would you make me a cup? Uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> Why'd you have some pussy in this? Yeah. you would I take it? Lots of cream, lots of sugar. Lots of cream, lots of sugar. About the car, is there anything I need to know? Does it stall? Does it smoke? Does it make a lot of noise? Is there gas in it? Anything? Aside from how it looks, the car's cool. Positive. Don't get me out there on the road and find out the brake lights don't work. Hey, man, as far as I know, the motherfuckers did that. Let's go back to the kitchen. Hey, man, we're cool in the game. Yeah. <laughs> Here you go, Mr. Wolf. Thank you, Jimmy. God, man. Be Harvey Keitel. <laughs> they should do a documentary on this guy. Okay. Very still. You too. Take the body, stick it in the trunk. Now, Jimmy, this looks to be a pretty domesticated house. That would lead me to believe that in the garage you're under the sink, you got a bunch of cleaners and cleansers and shit like that? Yeah, yeah, Mr. Wilkins. Good. I need you two folks to do is take those cleaning products and clean the inside of the car. I'm talking fast, fast, fast. You need to go in the back seat, scoop up all those little pieces of brain and skull. Get it out of there. Wipe down the upholstery. Now, when it comes to upholstery, you don't need to be spick and span. You don't need to eat off it. Just give it a good once over. What you need to take care of are the really messy parts. The pools of blood that I've collected, you gotta soak that shit up. Now, Jimmy, we need to raid your linen closet. I need blankets, I need comforters, I need quilts, I need bedspreads. Thicker the better, the darker the better. No whites, can't use them. We need to camouflage the interior of the car. We're gonna line the front seat and the back seat and the floorboards with quilts and blankets. So if a cop stops us and starts sticking this big snout in the car, the subterfuge won't last. But at a glance, the car will appear to be normal. Jimmy, lead the way. Boys, would get the way. Nice. Yep. These would be nice. <laughs> <laughs> that is where you focus over here. Oh, man. Pretty please. We should have got a towel. Clean the fucking car. Yeah, man. But, I mean... Oh, God. All the way? Oh, oh, oh yeah. I don't want to play that one. But, uh... <laughs> Yeah, so I mean, all in all, Star Wars is coming around the corner. Yeah, I can't wait to see Oh, that. God, I got my ticket ready. Actually, my reservation. Yeah. Ready? Yeah, it was like 10 o'clock in the morning, December 20th. Wow.
Oh, I'm sorry, man. I get, <laughs> you know, don't you have babies? I'm a grown up now. Time to grow up. No, I don't know. I haven't seen a movie since he was born, so you know, he's just three months. But no, it stopped it, you know. But um, I was gonna go to the Joker one night just by myself because that's not my wife's thing. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. I just like I got tired at the work. But I heard that's fantastic. I saw it. It was good. Yeah, I heard it's good. Then, I heard he's going to win the Oscar. Yeah, that's the number one thing. Uh, actually, I was just reading about it. Like The buzz is going around that Joaquin Phoenix is up for the best actor yeah. in this performance. Um, that he's getting that buzz. That they, what, uh, what's his name? Uh, Robbie, Robbie Malik. Everybody oh, knew. Yeah, yeah. yeah they, everybody knew he had it in the bag. And yeah. He had it. Yeah. Same thing with Joaquin Phoenix. They're all saying the same thing. His performance as a psycho, upraging killer, yeah. he played it down to the T. Yeah. And every psychiatrist said, it was like, yeah, that's the guys I work with. You know? <laughs> like, he's going to win it, you know? So. And he's got to be a stand-up comedian, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, God. stand-up comic loses his mind. That's everybody I know. Yeah, that scene alone was cringing. Because we're comics. And now, when we see a bad comic, we keep it to ourselves. Right. We say something encouraging. Like We've been there. We've been there. Yeah, we've been there. You know No getting around it. But when you see it in the movie, and... Oh, it's going to be awful. It's... I had to see it. I'm sorry. I was like, oh, God, I paid my bucks. I'm like, I'm it. <laughs> yeah. it was so bad. You know, and it wasn't filmed in an actual comedy club in New York City. But, uh, yeah, that scene alone was cringing, you know. Like, he's trying to be like, uh, he, okay, he said something that wasn't funny. And then he tries to do these noises. Yeah. And he does this dance, you know. I was like, what the fuck are you doing? And the crowd is like, man. You know, yeah, yeah. Is that what makes him lose all? Like, go off? There's more. He just bombs once. So he hit a bomb once. Just shit. We'd all be the joke. <laughs> I mean, yeah. But I mean, some people screwed him over. Some people <laughs> lost his job. Some guy made him lose his job. And then, like, uh, he created this world in his head. Like, the girl next door fell in love with him. Believe it or not, in the whole movie, you think that's actually happened. Yeah. You're like, oh, shit. But then, all of a sudden, it's like, you see the realization that... His neighbor was terrified of him. I was like, oh, crap. You know what I mean? Like, some people lied to him. They thought they were his friends. And, yeah. Um, there was a scene where he was like uh, I thinking. Did, I did tell you I didn't see it, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, we're just going to spoil the whole thing. So don't worry about it. Well, don't, uh, wait till the end. Yeah, wait till the end. <laughs> um, but you'll like the movie. I, in the world of sports, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Eagles lose. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Dallas is losing right now. It is? What's yeah. the score? Um... Let me see. That it was seventeen to three at half. Uh-huh. Lose. Nobody wants the division. Man. It's like they all want to lose, and they're just like, "I don't want it." You want it? <laughs> no, I don't want it. Well, I tell you what. To all you Dallas fans, don't worry about it. We got your fight, you, uh, Dallas fights on just to prep you up. Here we go. Throw out your hands. They've been out of it since like we. Oh god, they suck. They suck, man. I... But the whole NFC East is awful, like historically awful. They said it was like it, this has been the worst year in, in like decades. It's I don't know. We're on to the world of sports now, people. Sorry about that. Um, 
But yeah, it's for me. I was really hyped up for the season. Yeah, and they signed up some really good people. Next thing you know, one game we lose. We lose our best receiver. He goes to the Browns, and it's. What do you think of this? We're playing them this weekend, right? Yeah, they're starting Eli. Yeah. What do you think of that? No, not too happy. I think they, here's the thing, I hate the Giants, but I think they, no, they hey. did Eli wrong. Yeah. The guy won them two Super Bowls and then they bench him? Uh, that's just, man, that's, it happens that in, sucks. It, it happens in the world of football. It happens. Everybody. Yeah, but the guy had like one year left. Like, just let them play out the year. They're terrible anyway. Let them play out the year and then you get rid of them. Or, or have them retire. Yeah. To bench them? It's, for me, it's like this, and I tell people this. Listen, if I was a star quarterback and I won the team the very first Super Bowl, or won a Super Bowl, and I'm like, okay, I'm gonna go for it again. Do what? Uh, what's his name? Uh, did in Denver Broncos? Um, Manning. Manning. When he won the first Super Bowl, yeah, he goes, I'm gonna go for it again. And he won the second time. What happens? I'm gonna retire. Yeah. Retire. You, you did it. You did what every athlete goes for. is the championship. Yeah, but Eli had a lot of football in him when he when he won the second one. He still had a lot of football. He in him. did. You know, he yeah. doesn't now. But I mean, do they? But they just have an awful team. Yeah, like, I mean... The it, Eagles, they have a lot of holes, man. The Eagles have a lot of problems. I don't know what it is. I mean, God, you guys won the Super Bowl. You finally find, got it. Yeah, two years ago. But, you know, a couple of those guys are older now. Injuries have been killing us last oh, year. Oh, dude, I, I you have a list of injuries. I don't man. know what their medical staff is doing, but wrong that, that, that no other team in the, in the whole NFL is doing. But we have injuries. Yeah. Ass, man. But I tell people this. The one team that I was really rooting for... And I was rooting for the Browns. And everybody's like, why the Browns? It's like, why not? I always root for the underdog. I did it with Boston Red Sox. I did it with uh, Chicago. You know what I mean? Look at that. They finally won a championship. That's what every team sent won. I'm rooting for the Browns. You know? Yeah. They're, they're hanging in there. They got to win this next game to stay in a wild card spot. Wild card, yeah. yeah. And God willing, if they do go to the Super Bowl, That'll be freaking awesome, you know? And just be once, like, Eagles. What was it? Like, how long of a history yet you guys, you went to the Super Bowl like three or four times? Uh, well, no, we, went, we won the championship in 60, but then we haven't won anything. We went in 80 against the Raiders and lost. Yeah. And then we went in 2004 against the Patriots and we lost. Yeah, I remember that. That was when they cheated and they got fined for that. Uh, and then we won in 17. So we've been to three Super Bowl and won one. Yeah. So, but think about it, your relief. No, are you kidding me? It was brutal not being like the only team in the NFCs without a Super Bowl and everybody, everybody would say that. And so, so when we won, man, it was like this giant, you know. Uh, it's, like, it's like the Chicago Bears. They finally, they, they, even though they haven't won a Super Bowl, but they'll always have that one. You know, going to baseball, same thing with the Chicago Cubs, you know. They have what a hundred years, hundred years. <laughs> oh my god, yeah. finally, they have World Series and they deserved it. Yeah, they hung in there. And I did the same thing with the Cleveland Indians. No, they're gonna do it. Well, the Red Sox went like 85 years without, them. yeah, 85. they finally won. Think, but yeah, think no, about, I got like five, but you know, shit. but I mean, think about like. Like you as a fan of the Eagles. Now I respect the Eagles and I like them. You invite me to me, yeah, I'll go. Fuck yeah. it, I'll wear green. You yeah. know what I mean? I have nothing bad to say about the Eagles. I love them. You know, I'm a big fan of the Flyers. I yeah. love the Flyers because why? They got history. Yeah, yeah. The Broad uh, Street Bullies. Come on, man. What hockey team do you know fought the Russians? <laughs> you know what I mean? 
like only team to beat them. Yeah, only team. But I mean, for a team going through a struggle, and they finally win a championship. The relief, you, come on, admit it, you must have got a little emotional. Oh, are you kidding me? We, I was at a party, everybody was like, you know, tears in their eyes, <laughs> hugging and everything, and it's like, you know, you live your whole life. It, they won on my 48th birthday. They, they won the Super Bowl on my 48th birthday. It was the greatest present of sports team you could ever give me. There you go. You see what I mean? It's like a great feeling, man. So, yeah. But, but my point is, there have been generations that have lived and died and never seen it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I've seen those cases where they go to their father's or grandfather's grave. Yeah. And they say, Dad, we did it. Grandpa, we did my it. My dad was at the championship game in the 60s when they won against the Packers. Yeah. That's the only loss that, uh, that uh, what's his face, uh, Vince Lombardi ever had. And it was against the Eagles. Yeah. And my dad was there, and my brother gave me the ticket for my birthday uh, that has my dad's handwriting on it. But just think about that. It was 1960. Yeah, 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 yeah. And they don't wait <clears throat> until 2017. Like, if you get, you crap. know, if you said 1960, you <laughs> will never win a Super Bowl until, you know, almost 60 years from now. You'd have yeah. a heart attack. No, yeah. Yeah, man. I mean, like, this one story I read when the Eagles won the Birds going to the Super Bowl, this guy that was, like, 93 years old, on the verge of dying, he hung in there. Yeah. He really hung in. The family was like, come on, no, put him something, like, <laughs> energy, anything. Pack him on ice. Yeah, everything. Eyes <laughs> open, you yeah. know what Clear. <laughs> the day of the Super Bowl, when they were in it, he passed away. Huh. Right? Oh, my God. The f- How he just died in the hospital bed while the TV, while the game was going on. What a quitter. Ugh, yeah, I know, man. Jeez. Come on. You can't, can't hang <laughs> Three more hours. God, we that mean? Yeah. <laughs> Guy's 100 years old, he can't live for three more hours. Hey, 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 you, know, what, you ever heard of electricity? You know, get change his heart? He didn't look bad enough. Yeah. The mob killed him. Yeah. But, <laughs> but uh, it's all that family, like, you know, they buried him in his eagle stuff. And, like, uh, like we did it, Grandpa, so bad you didn't do it. But that was a little emotion when I saw that, you know? But... Pathetic jerk to hang on. But I mean, anyway. So, but I mean, we'll see what happens, man. I mean, uh, if Dallas loses, that's, that'd be freaking awesome. But again, I tell people, I'm rooting for Cleveland. You know, now I'm rooting for Cleveland. They got to win this next game to get a wildcard spot. And they are going to win the Super Bowl. Maybe not this year, hopefully next year, because they were freaking rocking, man. Mm-hmm. You know, they got good players, they got a good coach. It's just that something about them, man. It's just, it's got to, like, I don't know, unchain, you know? It's that underdog thing, man. It's like, yeah, like you said with the with the Cubs, you know, it took them 100 years, but eventually everybody wins. Exactly. Right. Everybody's going to win at least once. Right. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Just got to hang in there 100 years. Yeah. Exactly. There you go. Like, the Bears have it. Hey, even though the Eagles don't win another Super Bowl, they'll always know they have that yeah, Super Bowl. Yeah, they got that one. Well, that's the thing, too. I, I said that to my wife. I said, if they never win a Super Bowl, I got to see a, a Super Bowl in my lifetime. And a lot of people never did. Right. So I'm very thankful. I got to see all four of my sports teams win a championship. Because I was, I was four there and when um, the Flyers won their Stanley Cup. And my dad was wow. our Volkswagen bus. Yeah. Because they haven't won in 45 years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it was 50 years. But uh, I was 13 when the Sixers won in 83. I was uh, 10 when the Phillies won their first one in 80. Yeah. And, um, yeah. And then, uh, you know, and then the Eagles finally got on the board with theirs on my 48th birthday. So. And you have every right to be emotional because I know, like, well, the Giants win. But, like, if the Flyers win another— Say the Jets. 
Ugh. Say the Jets win. Do you know how, like, and that's what I mean. I got to hand it to people who are fans of teams that suck. I really do. Because they're the one, like, there's, I, I got some comedian friends, man, and we're Jets fans. And yeah. every week they're just devastated. And I'm like, God bless them, man. They yeah, hang yeah. in there. Now, once, once that team someday, they won the first Super Bowl, but, you know, but if they ever win a Super Bowl now, the modern era, those fans, God bless them, they, they deserve it. They deserve of course. To go, they deserve to go crazy. Of course, man. Usually you're an Eagles fan, right, man? Kind of. Kind of, sort of. I don't hate him. You were a sports fan? Uh, not really. No? No, nah, I go back and forth. But, you know, I'm, the, I'm that, that guy at the bar that cheers. Okay. But I don't watch at home or nothing like that. All right. You know. You know, I, I wish I wasn't It's just, it gives me so much, like, anger and anxiety. I'm like, I, w- I wish I was not a sports fan sometimes. I just wish I could just. I like uh, boxing in UFC. And I remember when Conor McGregor fought, um, uh, what's his name? Uh, Ortiz? No, no, not Ortiz. Uh, Conor McGregor was like the first time a UFC fighter was fighting a professional boxer. Uh, 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 I know you're talking about. I can't remember his name. Oh, man, I just had it in my head. (laughs) What the hell is wrong with me? Uh, Floyd Mayweather. Mayweather. Remember how that was like the big thing in sports a couple years ago? Um, my dad was a boxer, and that's all I watched was boxing when I was a kid. But I remember everybody was like, oh, Conor McGregor's going to win this one. This is it. He's going to beat Floyd Mayweather. And I'm like, no, he's not. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Why? what makes you say that? I said, Look, I've been watching boxing for years, half my life. I know boxing. Floyd Mayweather has this. You want to know why? Half his life was all boxing, and boxing is just punching, bobbing and weaving, dodging, you know. Conor McGregor... Learn martial arts, different style of fighting, kicking, knee, elbowing, grappling, holding, choking. That's all he learned half his life. He's not a boxer, but he was a smart guy. When he announced the fight, he trained for six months as a boxer. Yeah. You know, he had he hired a guy to train him as a professional boxer. No punching, no kicking, no holding, no choking, nothing. Straight punching. And he did the right thing. The day of the fight, he went all the way to ten rounds. Floyd Mayweather just knocked the wind. Didn't knock him down, but I mean, just McGregor was like, I can't continue. I'm losing energy, you know. And Floyd Mayweather won by decision, you know. But I, I called it. Yeah. I should have freaking betted on it too. But I, <laughs> but I mean, all and all, with the world of sports, man. So are we good on time? We're whatever you want to do. Yeah. Damn. Just go for it. All right. Well, my boy Tim has to get going, but I mean, we can play that pizza commercial, and I'll find a good song. It was from the movie Goodfellas that I love. Uh, so while we, uh, it was a scene where Robert De Niro comes in as uh, Tim Conway. It's that's when I met the world. You know, he's like, hey, I want to show you guineas how poker's really played. Put some money on there. Oh, when you first see him, when you first yeah, see him. Yeah, 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 Jimmy. When he he, comes in. Yeah, he, yeah. T- he tipped the bartender to keep the ice cubes cold. Yes, yes, yeah. yes, yes. This is the song that I found. So after the pizza commercial, I'll play the song right there. Uh, and uh, we'll be right back after we play this. All right, people. Are you looking for that New York style and taste? Then go to La Vida's Pizzeria. It has that New York feel and that Italian tasty touch. Mwah! A great place to eat with family and friends. La Vida's Pizzeria. Located at 12 High Street, Mount Holly, New Jersey. For pickup or delivery, call 609-267-8957. La Vida's Pizzeria. Excellent food, perfect New York taste. Okay, boys, let's see. Well, Tim... 
brother. Thank you so much, my friend. I love you, man. Thank you, man. Oh, oh God. You're welcome anytime. No, I appreciate it. I oh, appreciate man. coming down here and hanging out with you guys. Oh, man. We appreciate you, too. Well, this is the song I was talking about. Boom, boom, boom. Yeah. Oh, there you go. <laughs> it's the Cadillac Speedo. That's another thing, man. They're a great soundtrack. <laughs> Rick, as always, thank you so much. Oh, brother. Thanks, man. Oh, man. I mean, you, you could do that professionally.